Welcome to Hour of Devastation, the weekly Magic the Cavern podcast where we talk all things Magic the Cavern. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me as always is Sam Neill. Hiya. How are you doing this week, Sam? I'm fine. Good. <laughs> I've had a busy few days. I've I've been in Brighton. Nice. On a holiday in the year 2021. How was that? It was an experience. There are a lot of people. <laughs> it turns out if you go to a seaside town, there's a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. And there are a lot of places where we're very busy. Um, a distinct lack of masks, etc. Which I guess I can't really blame people for because they don't have to. Um, but it's still it's still surprising to me that people don't wear masks like in a Starbucks for like five minutes. But yeah, it was nice. Like being near the sea is a is a different vibe than being in Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine definitely, definitely. Yeah, and it's a very cool place. There's a lot of uh, great places to eat and just cool shops did you uh, get a triple tropical burger from Grubbs no I didn't eat the fucking banana burger Joe. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't eat the fucking banana burger I ate pizza and Mexican food and Chinese food and good food that isn't a burger with a banana in it <laughs> it's <laughs> the, truly the, awful the Grubbs triple tropical I can't even say it triple tropical burger is iconic it's so good I'm, you got your I'm burger sure you, you got your banana it. you got your pineapple you got your peanut butter fantastic i'm sure you enjoy it very much but i prefer food that is nice so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's uh it was nice to get to, to just change your scenery and yeah to totally. be, be amongst so much trash just in the middle of the street because of the the bin strikes which i yeah. fully support but everywhere smelled a bit like rotten food so yeah. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't great um but yes it was it was nice if a bit stressful and i think i'm done with being anywhere that isn't my flat or work for at least until the end of the year. <laughs> Understandable, I think, definitely. A lot of a lot of people around, turns yeah. out, still doing stuff. But yeah, it's nice. So it's, I've had a, a few days off work. Been been away. It's been it's been nice. I think. Good. H- how are you? Yeah, incredibly tired. Um, again, good, but very very tired. I also had a trip away had a had a work trip and so that's more of a big deal yeah yeah absolutely like a work trip that required me to get on a plane and fly to a different part of the country and then interact with people and then get back on a plane and fly back in the same day and that was like yeah it kind of kind of me right live my life life by extremes like (laughs) spent the past 18 months (laughs) doing nothing and then my my first proper venture out in the world is like i'm just gonna get on a plane to london like (laughs) Yeah, I mean, getting on a plane to London is such an odd concept. It, yeah, me. same. Uh, but I mean, yeah, if you're getting paid to be there, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. a good reason to do things that aren't that you don't feel comfortable with if you're getting paid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I felt like I, like you know, it was something that I had to go and, and participate in, and was also being paid to do so. So, yeah, I had no issues with it really, and uh, yeah, it was it was a bizarre experience, but. I think I think I was incredibly impressed with like just the the state of like I guess COVID security for no better term when it comes to the the airport and the air, like flying on the plane and stuff like it was mandatory masks everywhere people had masks on the plane the whole time there was people like in full like hazmat suits spraying everything down constantly like it was clean nice to see a clean airport for once <laughs> I mean airports are generally kind of clean and orderly most of the time. Yeah. 
Maybe. It's had, I don't know, compared to like a pub. Yeah, yeah sure. Other public places <laughs> that I've been to. Um, people tend to follow rules if if you if the consequence for not following rules is not being able to get on a plane. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> that you've paid for. So, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's good to hear, but yeah. also kind of unsurprising, I guess, because the people have to do that otherwise they don't get to do the thing they want to do yeah it was, no it was nice it was a just incredibly wild day I, f- I feel like i've just got kind of like a newfound appreciation for aviation i think like the fact that like i can just get on a plane and then like an hour later be at the other end of the country and just kind of use like a plane like a bus it's truly have you... truly bizarre oh, okay. i thought you were just marveling at airplanes flight in general. in general i mean it's been a while since i've been in a plane but <laughs> yeah no not just well beyond just marveling at the concept of flight, yeah. which is, I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It just sounded kind of like an alien describing a plane for the first time. No, no, it's just <laughs> it's also like, the fact that I used a plane like a bus. Like, yeah, but that's that's a truly bizarre cool. feeling. It's weird and it, yeah. kind of wasteful, I imagine. Probably. I mean, you know, I did I did pay the the carbon off sentence, so there was that. I did feel guilty about that, so I did do that at least. Sure. Which is it's better than nothing, right? I guess. Sort it's of. Like with, barely. With like domestic flights in the UK, yeah. <laughs> just like I guess it's quicker than a coach or a train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we'd be looking about about. I think total time for the train was going to be about six hours. Yeah, Jesus. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. Time is money. Yeah, that's that's it. Big world of business. Big world of business. <laughs> of which oh, you are now what have, I know. What have I become? What have I become? Anyway, everything that you hate, and that's anyway. fine because you're thirty now, and that's what you have to do. Yeah. Don't remind me. I'm so sorry. How is your How's your your week with Magic the Gathering been? Uh, I built a Pioneer deck. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Well, the the Pioneer Challenger deck precons came out. They're they're pretty reasonable, right? For what they are. Yeah, I just because they got announced a while ago. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's some buzz around them. Then um, they're pretty well-built. Like, Wizards products like this historically have been good. Like, the modern event deck was very good for the time it was released. Like, had a good chunk of value and yeah. was very reasonable for, like, a an FNM or a casual tournament straight out of the box. And these are very, very similar. Um, they're only missing a few cards um, from, like, the actual proper tier one taking down leagues lists. And they're affordable. So... I bought the Lotus Field combo deck. Nice, that's the one I'm going, I'm going to go for. I think because it's thirty-two pounds. <laughs> uh, I mean, to be, yeah, because we 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 got them in the shop, and I was literally looking at them in my own eyes, and if with my own eyes, and if I bought them, it, I could put it in my bag and take it home. Yeah, that day, which was, <laughs> convenience is always a motivator for me in terms of purchasing. Um, and then yeah, I spent a further twenty-five pounds and had the full like list that had been putting up results yeah so that's pretty good for like getting into a format i think so definitely um i mean i, I happen to own like botanical sanctums and yeah, yeah a couple of the other things that you need but yeah i didn't spend a lot of money at all to have like i mean lotus field combo isn't the best deck in the format yeah um, no but I, I feel like it's 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 one of the better if not best combo decks in the format <laughs> and i feel like like any combo deck really if you're sufficient enough with the deck know your opponent's decks as well as your own inside out you can just have a great weekend that one weekend every year yeah for sure 
I think that's how, that's how you should approach combo decks and magic these days. Just one weekend, you know you're going to spike it if you know your stuff well. Yeah, I mean, I'd need to play it a lot yes. to get to that point, but it seems like a very reasonable deck to be playing. Yeah, definitely. And the, the other decks seem fine as well, like the uh, the Spirits deck and the Mono Red deck and the other one that I can't remember. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what the fourth one is. Um... Is it Navicana actually? Is it is it mono black or is it mono green? But uh, one of them, one of them. Yeah. Uh, but they all seem very reasonable, and with with a few inexpensive upgrades, you have a. Oh, it's deck it's that... auras. It's auras of auras. Of course, oh, of course it is. It is. Yeah. That's that looks like the best one out of the box actually. Yeah. Because it's relatively, it's a relatively cheap deck, even like the properly fully built ones. So, it's uh, that's 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 a good one. I think that would, if you wanted to just get the best Pioneer deck going into the format, that would be the, the pre-con you should buy. Yeah. Um, and it comes with like a Thoughtseize and a Lurus, so I like the values there as well. So yeah, those those are really, really good. So we, we're trying to do Pioneer, because a few people have asked us about Pioneer, and it does seem like a reasonable format. It's just, it was unfortunate we've covered it, but there yeah. was unfortunate timing for, that, for the, the birth of that format. Uh so yeah, I'm excited to play a few games with it if I can find the time. And that has been pretty much it because I've been, Sweet. you know, away from Saturday up until yesterday, and I don't really get much chance for magic anyway. Yeah, we we fired a pauper F and M. Oh, interesting. How was that? It's, everyone seemed to have fun. We had eight people all playing pauper. Um. People want to play that format still. Yeah, uh, it seems since some of the bannings happened, it, the format seems palatable to a lot of people. If you want to play it, uh, we had Legacy the week before. We had eight people for Legacy. Uh, we're running Flesh and Blood events as well. Oh, nice! Very very small scale, <laughs> like five people in attendance. Yeah. but people are coming and they keep coming back. So. It looks like Flesh and Blood might be a thing. I mean, it also helps that we're one of the only places in the West Midlands that's actually running any it. kind of Flesh and Blood event. Yeah. People are excited. They're buying packs. They're buying the Blitz decks. You know, wanting to play because you get promos and stuff. Because the, the, the support you get from Legend Story, I want to say, is the, the company that makes Yeah, Legend Story Studios. Um, they're like... The packs that they send for... Event support are very, very good. Like you just get a bunch of free promos and playmats to give out to people, um, which may change at some point. But it's nice to not just have like kind of crappy F and M promo packs. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and have totally. like a bunch of promos that people actually want and some like playmats just just for turning up on a Wednesday and playing for a few hours. Uh, yeah, that's that's been going well as well. Flesh and Blood seems to definitely be a thing that people are interested in playing, and uh, yeah, it's, it's been it's been cool. Good, glad to hear yeah. it. How's, how's your week in Magic been? Vintage Cube is uh, is alive and well on Magic Online. Uh, I've just been absolutely hammering Vintage Cube. I really like this iteration of the cube. Uh, I've played a lot. I've got three trophies so far, which is cool, which is, is more than I've got in sort of recent runs when it's been on prior. Yeah. Um, yeah, the format seems like, it, like it's in a really sweet place currently, and... I feel like I don't know. I feel like I keep getting some like lucky drafts where I get some like ridiculous draft picks or people like. I think people really undervalue cards like like channel. I think channel is definitely massively undervalued. Um, 
yeah, if you, if you can just get a channel pass to you and then get anything that you can channel early enough in the game, I think you can do pretty good. The the Vintage Cube feels like incredibly powerful, but also incredibly balanced at the moment, and yeah, I like it a lot. It's been good fun. I do always wonder with Vintage Cube when you get past things that maybe you shouldn't get past. Yeah. Whether it's just people like getting into the format and wanting to play Vintage Cube because they've heard good things about it, which I hope is true. I think a lot or, of it is that, definitely, yeah. Or people just like forcing things. Yeah. So like, you know, five people see a channel, but they're forcing the the white white weenie deck or burn or some yeah. kind of silly combo deck, though I think you should probably play <laughs> channel in all iterations of Storm. Um but yeah, I'm wondering like whether that's the reason. But I mean, I hope it's just more people getting into the full. I mean, are the queues firing? Yeah, oh, so quickly, so quickly. Com- okay. I compared to any other cube that goes up, the uh, yeah, vintage cube fires consistently, nice and quickly, which is good. I think my my favorite deck I've managed to, to draft so far was like <laughs> like a reasonable like four color control deck, but then it just had like the only red card was Kiki Jiki Mirror Breaker. Yeah, I saw that deck. Deceiver Exarch, Pestamite, uh, and Restoration Angel as well. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. But I saw the deck and was like, yeah, of course you're doing this. You're just playing a reasonable mid-range deck and you've jammed the Kiki combo into it. Yep. And then I looked at it again and realised that the only red card in the entire deck was a Kiki Shiki. <laughs> <laughs> Three red pips and it's a four-colour deck. But I think with that one, I, I took so many dual lands that like it was fine. Absolutely fine, and yeah, I managed to trophy with it, so that's was me happy. Yeah, that sounds like the kind of thing you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you see even one twin piece, you go all in on it. Yeah. Like, you see like a pack two, pick eight pestamite. You're like, yes, <laughs> it must be open. <laughs> <laughs> Not even like a splinter twin or a kiki. <laughs> Just see like a crappy creature. Oh, I, yeah. I will. I mean, I think pestamites. If you're playing a blue deck, I think Pestamite's just playable nine out of ten times. Like, it's just a good card. Like, not so much Deceiver Exarch, necessarily, although I think the the 1-4 body is, like, reasonable, I think, for the rate of some creatures in the cube at the moment. But, yeah, I, I do think Pestamite's just, just decent and would play it most of the time, even if I don't end up with, with Twain or Kiki-Jiki. I mean, it's, it's pretty good with Birthing Pod. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Or, uh... Does Compestamite untap artifacts? Yeah, yeah, it's permanent. Tap or untap any permanent. Sweet. I do, I do love those. Those are my favourite cube decks. It's birthing part random nonsense. Yeah. That is something I will pick at any point and force it. It's like Thragtusk, Restoration Angel, Deceiver Exarch. It's very good. It's very fun. Yeah, Thragtusk feels like incredibly good as well. I think you have so much like just incidental blink on cards and you get cards bounced back to your hand loads and stuff. Yeah, Thragtusk feels like it's in a very good place in the cube, which is good. I think that's kind of one of the signs of a healthy cube, I think, when, when Thragtusk is not necessarily, you know, anywhere near the most powerful threat, but just a, a good and reasonable card. Yeah, when you're taking Thragtusk, not just to fill a slot on the curve. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. But it's Sweet. great. I love it. Uh, I'm going to be drafting it as much as I can while it's still up. I think it's up for like another 10 days from this point or something so plenty more time to get some draft in do some some M streams it's been fun amazing awesome let's move on to our main topic this week it's it's pretty much spoiler season once again finally I feel like it's been like a good break like an actual break between sets which is unusual because this is the smallest break there's been 
between standard sets for a very long time. I think it's the longest period of time I haven't had to care about magic cards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is like the shortest break, because, I mean, Midnight Hunt came out three weeks ago. Yeah, if that. I'm about to get spoilers for the next set. Though I guess they're kind of part and parcel of the same thing. And yeah, totally. There's going to be the, that double feature draft product and all that stuff, so I guess it kind of... It's fine that they're so close together. Uh, yeah, but, but to it, <laughs> I think although it, although it has been like the smallest gap, it has felt like the longest break from spoiler season. I think for a while because we haven't had any like supplementary products in between or anything. Like the only thing that's come out in the meantime is the Pioneer Challenger decks, and they were announced and previewed a while ago, and nobody really cares about them that much because install play isn't you know back on mass yet. Oh, it is. Oh, <laughs> there are there are events firing all over the shop. Well, maybe in your neck of the woods, certainly not. There here. are there are a huge amount of events in um in the Midlands, and there's a, nice like weekly legacy and modern events in London. Um, Axiom now are running events. There's one happening uh, this Sunday. There's a, a 64 player modern event, I think. Oh wow! Possibly more. Yeah, Possibly nothing. Again. Nothing happens in the north. Nothing's happening in the north yet, really. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's a GP there. I can't remember ever travelling north for a magic event. Yep. No. Very little happens up here, really, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, like, I, I've been to, obviously, Manchester and Liverpool to go to GPs. And then, I think, the furthest north I've travelled is probably Nottingham to go to a non-GP <laughs> magic event. <laughs> which isn't remotely northern at all. That's wild. Yeah. yeah there, there, I mean, I'm sure FNMs and stuff are happening around by you, right? Uh, there has been one store that's I, th- I think there's a couple of stores a bit further away but there's been one store locally that tried to run an F- F&M again but nobody turned up I think there were issues with the formats oh. they were trying to run but yeah no, that sucks. very much like some casual players still t- is, is starting to take place in stores again and I think there's like a weeknight draft like regularly happening but okay no, it's all, it's all it. off south of the border <laughs> nice 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 okay well maybe you can travel on a plane yeah maybe <laughs> to a magic event next time I got business in your area yeah sure <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure oh we uh, are yeah go ahead no I wasn't going to say anything of cool. any other importance that please. is fine as I say we are on the cusp of uh, of preview season as yep. I guess tomorrow's time of recording we start to get the the previews rolling through we've got the, the nice stream event which we'll we'll talk about next week uh, but for this week we do have Marrow's Innistrad Crimson Vow teaser he's posted on his, on his blogger tog and they're always really fun to go th- go through it's yeah quite, yeah for sure yeah uh, I, I really like the way he he just he, he just gives a line just gives a line about something that's coming or like a reprint and it can lead to so much fun speculation sometimes or so much overhype and I, I quite like it I quite like how much of a tease he is with this it's good fun yeah I love when people get really excited about something he said yeah, and then it turns out to be like a seven mana draft uncommon. Yeah, that no, one, no, no one will ever care about ever again. Uh, but yeah, let's just go through them and try and figure out what they might be. And I, just, I don't really care about you know magic, so <laughs> let's do this. This is fun. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. Uh, so we've got the following counter types: Bloodline, Croak, Invitation, Judgment, Omen. Slime and suspect. Yeah, this is 
counter I mean they're continuing I guess the Akoria thing of just so many counters on yeah. different things and keyword counters or ability counters or whatever but I guess the thing with the thing with counters is they just try and make them thematic for the for the uh, for the card they're on and yeah most of the time they they could just be called charge counters yeah <laughs> um so yeah bloodline will be some kind of vampire definitely counter and that's It'll probably be, like the Rakdos counter or whatever yeah it might be like the um whatever the the commander precon card was that was like gain control of a creature it's now a vampire yeah yeah whatever like it'll be it might be like on an olivia card or something like yeah she takes control from it becomes a vampire but you denote that by putting a bloodline count on it or something croak that sounds like one you'd be interested in it'll be a simic one for sure yeah mm-hmm. maybe maybe we'll see i don't know some sort of clone croaking counterpart mechanic where you make a token copy of a creature except it's a frog and it has a croak if it had a croak counter on it when it dies make it an all one one frog or something i don't know yeah that'd be cool yeah it could be it'll be i think i mean it'll be something to do with frogs and something to do with creatures doing something maybe i don't know i like croak monster it could it could well be the great rock monster yeah yeah Uh, invitation that feels like it is that going to be some sort of like gold style mechanic or is that going to be like an artifact uh pass i i my my feeling was like was goad yeah like things with invitation counters on them are goaded um because like flavor wise you have like one of the best goad cards is disruptor quorum yeah, yeah which is like law wise like some kind of innerstrad vampire dinner party thing yeah and obviously it's the, the wedding set the vampire wedding set so you get invited but you can't attack me if you're invited or maybe you're like tapped or something yeah or maybe it could be something like like I don't know like like a land that's like Thraben Chapel or something it's like <laughs> yeah. when you pay three mana and tap it put an invitation counter on this uh, whenever well, this when it has you know six invitation counters transform it and it turns into the Thraben wedding or something. I don't know. I mean, I'd be surprised if vampires were getting in, uh, getting married in a Thraben chapel, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah Stranger Things, right? Yeah. Stranger Things. No, that, um, was, no, that was last week. Yeah, <laughs> got it. <laughs> yeah, do you like mechanics and cards named after magic sets? <laughs> I do very much. Magic cards being named after magic sets is one of my favorite things. Yeah, I do kind of like it to be honest. <laughs> yeah, judgment. I mean, the word judgment. So outside of the set judgment. It's been used for like Day of Judgment, obviously, yeah. and then like, Council's Judgment, which are both white removal spells or slash wraths, like something like that. I imagine it's white adjacent. Maybe it gets turned into something. Yeah, if probably. it's got a judgment counter on it, like like I'm thinking like Deck in Stone or yeah, whatever the the new version of Deck in Stone is from the last set that came out literally three weeks ago and I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like it gets turned into like a clue or something. It's been yeah. judged to something, you know. I think it is it's very much gonna be like the the Thraben themed, like like Odric themed thing, I think, or Thalia. I don't know, maybe something new with Thalia. Thalia will put judgment counters on on creatures. Yeah. The the, the, the new Thalia that's definitely gonna be in this Oh yeah. Better better not be bad. I'll be so upset if it's bad. <laughs> Because the last two were so good. Yeah. 
I don't think I don't think they would make a, a bad Thalia. Like, no, I don't think they would. And they tried. Heretic of Valor was on the cusp there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's decent. It's decent. Yeah. Uh, Omen. Omen. Omen counters is, is interesting. Like, it sounds a bit like it sounds very close to Fortel. Yeah. To Fortel for me. Um, like the, an omen of something to come. So like it, it's I don't know like I can't get out of my head that it's like Fortel like you you exile something with an omen counter on it. Yeah. And then you can. And then. It, later. Yeah, when it counts down, or yeah, like or maybe something it comes into play with. It is an artifact comes into play with three omen counters at the beginning of your turn. Remove an omen counter when all of the omen counters have been removed. It is now an artifact creature, like that kind of thing or something. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be cool, like the the coming of something. Yeah, yeah. Slime, slime. They love slime, don't they? They really love slime and oozes. They just really want people to build slimy the H decks. Yeah, <laughs> They're like ooze tribal. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Slime. Maybe we'll yeah. get a new legendary use and double slime oh, things. Christ, there was a new legendary use in the last set. <sighs> Maybe the slime and the set it. before. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe maybe this this is the Ghostbusters reference and we're gonna get a slimer that's gonna slime people. Uh I'm not ready for that amount of cum jokes, Drew. <laughs> please don't please don't manifest that into existence. <laughs> I'm not I'm not okay with that. Uh suspect I if a creature has a suspect character on it, whenever it attacks to create a clue or something like that. Cause, you know, Thraben inspectors type deal. So yeah, or someone becomes a suspect. Yeah, when this creature, yeah, pay two and put a suspect encounter on this creature. When this creature has a suspect encounter on it, transform it. It transforms into an imposter. Among us. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Perfect. No, I, I, I mean, I'm gonna, I, I'm the most confident about this. That would be like, put a suspect counter on, like a permanent whenever it becomes tapped, or like whenever a creature attacks that's a suspect, you investigate. Yeah, like yeah, I think so. I think something like that, like a it, like kind of like a ghostly prison style effect, like deterring attacking, kind of like goad, yeah. deterring attacking, and then it's, it's a suspect, right? So yeah, it, I think so. Get investigated with a clue. I think so. I think that makes sense to me a lot. Yeah, like that. That'd be cool. Cool. Uh, next up, we have a new mechanic that removes something never removed before. <sighs> Emblems. Maybe. Let's call it now. Emblems. I <laughs> hope so. It, to be I, fair, I, I like, so. in standard sets, when was the last time an emblem was relevant? Uh, Dominaro standard. Exactly, like Teferi. Yeah. <laughs> you know, emblems being part of magic, like, being part of... I mean, I mean, to be fair, Chandra... Tra- that six mana can't be counted Chandra was, had a decent emblem. Yeah, no, I guess. And saw some play in like the elementals deck at the top end, like yeah. Yeah, one that makes it with an uptick, sure. Most emblems are like minus nine. Do something that doesn't really win the game. (laughs) Um, See, but maybe it's something that can't be removed. What else can't be removed? That's literally it, right? Um, Because you can remove probably remove like counters on players, like you can remove energy and poison. So that's already been able to be removed. Yeah. Every permanent type can be removed. Physically remove the person from the game. Yeah, go tell them to wash their hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's got to. It's got to be emblems. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only thing I can possibly think of. Because you can like re- you can remove curses, like specifically curses. 
uh, yeah, no, everything else can be removed. I'm fairly sure. I look forward to people telling me I'm wrong. <laughs> Clearly, you can't remove this thing, and that's been a thing for a while. But yeah, emblems is the only thing that, that I can possibly think of that that can't be currently removed. So yeah, uh, same to cool. I'm sure that will be unplayable. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have a popular and powerful creature card from an Innistrad set gets reprinted. Ugh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. Popular Spoiler and sporting. powerful creature creature card from an Innistrad set. Uh, so it's not Innistrad. Yeah, it's an Innistrad set. From an Innistrad powerful set. Powerful, popular um, creature card. Tireless Tracker. Could well be Tireless Tracker. Thraven Inspector would be really cool as well. It was certainly yeah, powerful would... in its day. It's decent pauper. Yeah, that would that would work with like if suspect yeah. is, or suspect is a is a thing we care about then that would make sense there as well um, I imagine it's not going to be Snapcaster Mage <laughs> I would be very surprised <laughs> no, if it's Snapcaster Mage the last one wasn't Snapcaster Mage this one won't be Snapcaster Mage <clears> either what if it's just Dara Secrets again <laughs> yeah <laughs> or, or just Thermo Alchemist again <laughs> yeah yeah um, from an Inner, yeah the fact that they've said from an Innistrad set I don't know Suggest that it's going to be Grizzlebrand. <laughs> Grizzlebrand, just, just Grizzlebrand. He's yeah. back. He's <laughs> your standard Grizzlebrand. I mean, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm sure it'll be something that's like ah, we said, powerful in draft. Yeah. Um, I mean, what if it's just Thalia? What if it's just a Thalia reprint? That'd be great. More Thalias in the world. Yeah, just re- reprint the first one. Like, yeah, I'd love that. I don't think that would be, even be. I mean, that would be pretty good, I think, as well, in current standard. I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, actual, like, mythics that would be cool, like, Geist of Sintraft. Yeah. Be cool. Huntmaster of the Fells would be cool. Though I guess they probably wouldn't do that because it doesn't work with Day and Night, which I imagine will be a recurring theme for this set. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know, because it's not the... Day and Night was the werewolf thing, wasn't it? And this, is, this isn't the werewolf set. No, I guess not. I guess not. Um, Yeah. It'll be something that isn't all that exciting, but is you, you'll see it and go, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and that'll, that'll be it. I mean, I hope it's like Tyler Tracker. Tyler Tracker's a cool card. Um, thing in the ice would be cool. Thing in the ice, yeah. Though I guess, it'll, it'll oh, be second thing in the ice. I know. <clears throat> Who is a po- po- popular and powerful creature card from an Innistrad set? It's Gitrog Monster, isn't it? I can't just reprint the Gitrog Monster again. Why not? Every, everyone would love it. Everybody would, would love they? it. Yeah, probably. I prefer a new version of the Gitrog Monster. Me too, but everyone loves the Gitrog Monster. <laughs> Gitrog Monster 2. More Gitrog. More, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's eaten two people this time. I yeah, I, I mean, I, they could do that. Yeah, regardless, sure. I, I think I'll be happy. I, I just like seeing all the Innistrad stuff come back. Yes, same. Next up, then, we have a new artifact token along the lines of clue, food, and treasure. I think it'll be a damage one. Yeah, me too. Pay two, sacrifice it, deal some amount of damage to something. Yeah, I think it'll be something related to vampires, probably, and it'll be you know, pay two, sacrifice it. Each opponent loses two life, or yeah, I don't know, target player loses two life, you gain two life, that kind of thing. Or loses one life, and you gain one life. Oh, that yeah, could be the popular like, and powerful creature, right? What could? Blood Artist. Oh, Blood Artist. That, ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. 
I mean, that makes sense. You have an artist at wedding, right? Doing when they, they don't have cameras, <laughs> you'll be doing yeah. the portraits. Just doing it entirely in blood. Uh, yeah. yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Lock it in. I'm calling it blood artist. Sure. I mean, blood artist in pioneer would be cool. Yeah. We've already got sort of pull cut through it. So you could have both of them. Yeah, could be good. Yeah, the token. It, it'll be. I reckon it'll be the damage one because yeah. we've had. We've had Gain Life, we've had Make Mana, we've had Draw a Card. We've had Scry. <laughs> Remember uh, Shard tokens? Oh, yeah. From, <laughs> from Theros Beyond Death? No, yeah. from Kaldheim? <laughs> Nikaris? Yeah, that was, that was that, Theros Beyond Death. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was Kaldheim. They're from Theros. It's from Kaldheim. Oh, oh, yeah. Remember how that, you know. <laughs> Planeswalker that kind of does the brand new thing we've never seen Planeswalkers do before. Yeah, yeah. excited about, and people just don't know it's still in standard. Yeah, because <laughs> who cares? Honestly. I have, yeah, I have never played that card or even yeah, exactly. seen one. Like, <laughs> I I own a borderless foil. Cool. Because of course I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've seen those kind of tokens do basically everything. I imagine it'll yeah. be pay two, tap, sacrifice, do a thing, and I imagine it'll be damage. It makes sense to me, definitely. Yeah. Or something like that. It, it, like, it'll be cool when you see it, but it's not going to be particularly innovative. Yeah. Next up, we have a card that makes red dragon illusion creature tokens with flying and haste. That sounds boring. It sounds like the red mythic, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Sounds like your moon mist, moon veil dragon thing. Yeah. Just does that. Geist of Saint Dragon. Itself. Geist, yeah, it's just Geist of Sintrath, but they're red dragon illusions instead of angels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they have haste for no reason whatsoever. Sarkhan just messed with the timeline too much. <laughs> it's just Geist of Sintrath with the original art, but Sarkhan's in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it, uh, that's kind of boring. I guess the interesting thing here is dragon illusion. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Um, yeah, it'll be a red Not, not, not a dragon red trick. Red. Explain the joke. Uh, they're not tricks, Michael. They're illusions. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> an office reference. Very good. Oh, oh, oh! It was there Arrested Development? Re- reference? Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. So they're the same show. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> they're similar shows. Yeah, more or less. No, more they or occupy less, the same space in my mind. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, that it's not particularly exciting to me. Yep, same. I'm sure it'll probably be the Red Mythic. Next up, then, we have a men- mechanic that first appeared as a faction mechanic returns. Uh, oh, I a assume, faction mechanic? I assume by faction mechanic they mean something like like a guild mechanic, or like like or a, a shard mechanic, or, thought, yeah, yeah, or a clan yeah, yeah. or whatever, yeah. In which case that could just be raid again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, they evolve or whatever. Yeah. Addendum. Yeah. Bolster. Bolster, oh god, <laughs> never remind me, remind me about Bolster. Bolster and Outlast are the two biggest abominations in terms of mechanics. Um, yeah, it'll be one of those, then they'll make it deciduous, I guess. What, Bloodthirst? Was Bloodthirst a gruel mechanic originally? It was a gruel mechanic, yeah. And then it Maybe was in, it's Bloodthirst. Then it was like M10, M11, M12, one of those, yeah. where, it was, where it was a vampire mechanic. They made it like a Rapdos and vampire things. Maybe yeah, maybe it's Bloodthirst because Bloodthirst was originally the Gruul mechanic, and then they changed it to be like a vampire thing. So that would make sense. Yeah, you've cracked it. Well done. Hey, 
You are one hundred percent correct. If it's <laughs> something different from that, then the world is is wrong. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, next up, then we have a new legendary creature card that combines two creatures <clears throat> that previously had their own legendary creature card. So I imagine this is probably the people that are getting married. It could well be. Yeah, it could Maybe well be uh, Olivia Voldaren and, and Edgar Markov. Yeah, who have had their own separate cards. Uh, maybe it's just Gisser and Graf again, <laughs> <laughs> who were who, who did originally have separate cards, and then they had a joint card. Yeah, and now they have another joint card, and it just makes it sound more exciting than it actually is. Yeah, um, and another thing I've seen going around is it could potentially be Thalia and Geist the same draft because apparently they like melded or at the end of of Eldritch Moon apparently. What? Yeah, apparently Geister's Geister Hussein Traft, like, I can't remember what the word is, not haunt, but you know what I mean, is like... Possessed. Possessed, yeah, not even necessarily possessed, just like, is like a familiar to, to Thalia now, apparently. Huh. Or it cool. could just be Elena and Helena, and that would be really, really sweet. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people would like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. This <laughs> It'll is the thing. be cool. Yeah. This is the thing. Like with most of these, I'm like, yeah, that'll be cool. Or it's the Dragon Illusion token one, and it'll be like, yeah, that'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> these are my these are my two modes. <laughs> my or two it could be. You know, two characters that did have their own legendary cards prior yeah. to this. I mean, loads. The <laughs> the Gitrock monster, and Emrakul. <laughs> Why not? No, they did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I was taking a drink when you said that, <laughs> <coughs> and I choked on my drink out of indignation. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That we, we can't we can't rule fun. it out at this point. Get, yeah, get rock monster two. Yeah, the Emrakul edition. <laughs> get rock the yeah. Get rock the promised end. I hope it's not that. It won't be, and that would be awful if it was. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, then, we have a new card that lets you cast certain cards off the top of your library. Here's your Outpost Siege variant. <laughs> yeah. Your red, your red cards, your, your experimental uh, frenzy. Could, could be green. Could be green. Could be a legendary ooze that lets you cast over oozes from the top of your library. No, that sounds boring. <laughs> it sounds completely possible, but it sounds very boring. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know, cast like, enchantments or something off the top. Cast vampires off the yeah, top. Yeah, vampires, maybe. Like, like a realm walker, but it's red and it's. You, you yeah. exile the top card of your library if it's a vampire you can cast it then it's like a two drop that's relatively competitively casted yeah yeah something like that oh god I was, I was hoping to be more excited by this <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure this makes for engaging podcasting of me just saying that'll be cool or I don't like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm just looking to see I'm looking forward to seeing what the, what the cards are you see the, mm-hmm. the other side of this uh Next up, then, we have a new mechanic, which is a mirror of an already existing mechanic. Um, sure. So, could this be the, the night-day thing, but it'll be... Day-night, yep, perfect. Yeah, yeah, I have a day-night. <laughs> Instead of starting as day, it starts as night. Everything is night-bound yeah. on the front face. Or it'll it'll work it'll work on the same... Yeah, I guess, yeah, it could just be that. Say It could work in the same way that it does, but it'll be different. But yeah, maybe, maybe it will just be that, yeah. <laughs> Night bound on the front, day bound on the back. Maybe it'll be the mirror of bloodthirst. 
yeah. if when this creature enters the battlefield, if you lost life this turn, it gets a minus one, minus one counter. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I'm, I'm just, I'm really hoping that between this being recorded and this coming out that they don't announce that it's bloodthirst because that is 100% correct and I think you're very yeah. smart for, for, for remembering that because there's that there's that card in Midnight Hunt that does a bloodthirst thing right yeah yeah. it's yeah. like whenever you've lost life put counters on vampires or whatever yeah so it's 100% bloodthirst and I'm, it's, it's, it's the first spoiler is going to be a bloodthirst card probably and we're going to look like hacks <laughs> and we already do but yeah um, yeah it, it, I don't know the opposite of bloodthirst the opposite of, I don't I don't know these things I, that I, I go through a boot pack and go, oh, that's fun. <laughs> and, then, and then never think about it. Again. And yeah, you don't have time to think about it because you've got to think about the next booster pack that's coming out in three weeks' time or whatever. God. God. Finally, then, from this part, we have a legendary creature returns, but now as a vampire. Thalia. Yeah. Get Rock Monster. Get Rock Monster. <laughs> Get Rock Monster has four different cards in this set. Yeah. And one of them's Embrical. <laughs> yeah, one of them's Embrical, one of them's a vampire. One of them's just the Gitlock monster. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Thalia could be a vampire. Yeah. Dessa could be a vampire. Geralt could be a vampire. Or even, like... Oh, yeah, legendary character. Yeah, Odric could come back as a vampire, maybe. Yeah, Ludwig. Yeah. Could be a vampire. Literally I mean, any... Cri- any I mean, of us a- any of us could be vampires. That's true. All right. <laughs> true um i guess it could be like i'd be surprised if it was like thalia or Odric. yeah i would want one that would be like easier to corrupt i suppose <laughs> maybe it's emrakul yeah <laughs> emrakul <laughs> gristlebrand <laughs> uh, uh yeah i'm sure that would be fun as well and we'll all go oh yeah and then move on and you can put it in your vampire ADH deck. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Next up, then, we have some rules text. So we have one of my favourite mechanics. Uh, it cares about the number 13. It is choose a number between 0 and 13. 4. <laughs> sure, you you win the game. <coughs> 6.9. Nice. <laughs> um... Yeah, I I yeah. I can't imagine this will be like a dice rolling mechanic, but I yeah, I'm not sure. Unless Wizards of the Coast really want to pioneer a thirteen sided dice. Yeah. Or a fourteen sided. Well fourteen sided dice, dice, yeah. Just have to have a zero on it. Uh y- yeah. That sounds fine. It'll be like a kind of it'll be like a it'll be a bulk rare. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, I can't imagine it'll see play. But choose a number between zero and thirteen. You draw that many cards, but lose that much life. You. I mean, that that would be far too good. Like, (laughs) unless it's like ten mana. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, exactly. It'd be thirteen mana. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Choose. You do a good thing, but a bad thing happens to you. Yeah. Yeah. For that amount of that amount of number. Yeah. That amount of number. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Thirteen. It's uh, spooky. I think they're overdoing it slightly now. I don't know. I'm still a sucker for the number thirteen when it comes to Ninostrad sets. Yeah, like Triskaidekaphobia was cool. And then obviously Emrakul being a thirteen mana thirteen thirteen yeah. was cool. And then Triskaidekaphile. Well, it's a bit it, on the nose. Seeing zero play anywhere, so you can just ignore it, it's fine. Yeah. 
that's not how this works, Joe, and you know it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like the car, just don't play the car. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware of that line of thinking and do it most of the time. Uh, but this is a Magic the Gathering podcast, and I can't just be like, I don't care about that thing, because that's not how this works. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure it'll be unimportant and uninteresting. Yeah. And you won't even care about it when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is true, this is true. Uh, next up then we have, with mana value less than or equal to the number of vampires you control. Uh, cast a card for free. Maybe that's the same as the casting one. Yeah, You yeah, can probably. cast the top card of your library if it's a vampire, if its mana cost is equal to the less than or equal to the number of vampires you control. Yeah. Could definitely that be it. It actually sounds kind of too good, <laughs> honestly. But Yeah, I, it sounds like it could be quite a powerful mechanic, like... But I, it's, I don't know. Like maybe this could. This is probably going to be a popular thing for Vampire Commander decks, I assume. But it sounds cool though. Yeah, like most cards with the word vampire in on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is yeah, true. like I deal damage to destroy target creature with mana value less than or less than equal to, to the number of vampires. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like a ravenous Chupacabra Necrotar variant. Yeah, that's a vampire that kills things. Um. Yeah, it's either casting or killing or something. Yeah, vampires. Did you know there are vampires in the set? <laughs> <laughs> I do think the uh, the casting is probably the next one though. Is if it's red, you may cast it this turn. Well, yeah, that says that says cast in it. Yeah, that might so be that the cast is... from the top of your library. Yeah, probably. Probably. Like, so that's a card of your library. If it's red, you can cast it this turn. That seems pretty good. That's got to be like the mana cost could be like six or something on that, right? Uh, maybe. Or like, look at the top card of your opponent's library if it's red. Yeah, very cast, cast this turn. Yeah. So, sometimes really. I mean, you may cast really it. You, you still have to pay pay the cost, right? Like, light up the stage was three mana or sometimes one mana, and you got to sell a couple of cards for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they have to be red. So. Yeah. It's maybe it's either really, really good in mono red or really bad. Yeah. Next up is zombies you control have flying. Excellent. Yeah, big this fan is, of this one. This has got to be a Ludovic. Flying zombies, card. yeah. Yeah, Ludovic. That's what he does, right? He made made the whatever card has... Uh, all the cards associated with Ludovic, Ludovic are flying zombies, right? Yeah, yeah. Or flying abominations or some such. Um, cool. That'll be a big... You put in your zombie deck. <laughs> yeah, or it's your, it's your uncommon draft signpost card. Yeah, like uh, you're drafting the zombie deck, and zombies are flying, like um, yeah, dreadhorde, whatever from Armanket. Sure. There's an Armanket one that gave you zombies flying. Yeah, yeah, that it's fine. I imagine it'll probably be quite a lot of mana, but maybe it won't, because maybe maybe decades making a return of the set. I imagine because yeah, it wasn't yeah. really tied to Midnight Hunt. It's just an Innistrad type thing. Yeah. Or it'll be it'll be powerful if you do the double feature thing. If you can draft it in double feature across both sets, it'll get exponentially better because you have more zombies or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll Sounds be cool. Right. Next up, then we have at the beginning of your upkeep, any opponent may sacrifice a creature. It's a desecration demon type card. Yeah. If they do, just tap it and put a one more counter on it. Yeah. Maybe it is just desecration demon. <laughs> it, <is. laughs> I mean, it could well be. Could desecration well be. demon isn't isn't. Exactly, uh, a Ravnican card. No, it's so not it a good card anymore either. Oh, that card used to be so good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's not a card that's inherently tied to Ravnica, so it could be. Yeah, that's right? true. Discretion demon could be anywhere. 
be cool. But yeah, it'll cool be that card. kind of a thing. If they do, if they've sacrificed a creature, but you have a negative effect. Yeah. Sounds fine. Next up, then, we have Kraken, Leviathan, Octopus, or Serpent. Oh, God. It's just Engulf the Shore again, isn't it? Engulf the Shore, or maybe Cura's on Innistrad somehow. No, Engulf the Shore is a Shadows or Innistrad card, right? Yeah. So it'll just be that kind of thing again. Or a, a, a thing in the ice type thing where it bounces those things because it bounces everything things. except those. Yeah. Yeah. One of those things, it bounces everything except those or bounces those or whatever. The <laughs> Sea Creature Tribal DDH deck. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely. Uh, next up, we have twice that many of those tokens are created instead. Yay! Just reprint Second Harvest, I guess. Yeah, could well be, could well be. Well, Second Harvest is create twice that many of tokens. Yeah, so like it'll be a. Uh, what's the Adam Cat pa- White one? Uh, not in procession. Not in procession. Parallel Lives is literally Parallel Lives. So yeah, it could just be a Parallel Lives reprint, and if Which it is, then great. It would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Because holy shit, that card is expensive now. Yeah. I love. Have you seen the uh, the parallel lives to Tarmogoyf um, <laughs> yeah, comparison? Thirty parallel lives at time of release would have got you a Tarmogoyf. Yeah, and now a Tarmogoyf is worth like sixty percent of a parallel. Lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I I judge all currency in in terms of Tarmogoyfs. Yeah, it's like crypto. <laughs> like, every, you know, oh, my, coif, coif coin coming soon. My, oh, fuck me, that already <laughs> definitely exists. I mean, my house is worth you know. A thousand Tarmogoyfs. This sandwich cost me point two Tarmogoyfs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope it's just a parallelized reprint because it's not yeah. an impactful standard card, so that's fine. It's a very needed EDH card. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, sorry, don't know about that. Alron's Epiphany kicking around. Uh, I don't think you're doing that to make your already ridiculous time warp better. <laughs> this is true. This is <laughs> a four mana do nothing to make your time warp better. <laughs> Doesn't sound. I, I, Eska's Chariot, though. It's pretty good of Eska's Chariot. Again, it's a four mana. To- I know you love Splinter Twin. I know you love tapping out the four mana to do nothing. <laughs> Splinter Twin of Cats, it's great. <laughs> Play Parallel Lives of Splinter Twin. Yeah. Make twice the <laughs> yeah, tokens. It's so good. We've yeah, it, it w- would actually be good because you'd win on Magic Online in half the time because your opponent <laughs> makes it play it out. <laughs> actually true. Wizards, add Parallel Lives to the Vintage Cube so I can win slightly yeah. quicker. <laughs> do it now. <laughs> Give us an uh, arena remote that says, I showed you my loop, please concede. <laughs> no, don't do that. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I hope it's just a parallelized reprint. That would be cool. Yeah. Be I great. hope it's not a third parallelized effect. Because yeah. we don't. We need the other ones to be cheaper. We don't need more. No one needs three. Like, because between doubling season, parallelized and large possession, <laughs> and what's the one that does it for everyone from Commander 13 that hasn't been reprinted ever? I can't remember. It's, it's doubling season, but for everyone. It's got like a, 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 an elephant and a gorilla on the card. No idea. Primal Vigor. That might be a different card. Anyway, it's, that is it's, a different it's, card. It's, there, are, there are already four effects in like the, the double tokens. What should be something like? If you were to create one ooze token, create twice <laughs> many number tokens instead. Now that's perfect. That is, yeah. that is wonderful card design. <laughs> Newfound design space that has never been explored before. 
<laughs> fucking oozes, man. Uh, yeah, I hope it's just paralyzed. That'd be great. I'd yeah. love that. Same. And next up, then, we have when a, whenever a human you control dies. Draw a card. Yeah, probably. Just I mean, that would be a good way to give white card draw. Yeah, but it'll be black. And it'll be yeah. uh, species specialist slash Grim Harrisbex slash Midnight Guard or whatever the fuck the one from Gods of Ravnica is called. Yeah. Um, it'll just be that, but it'll care about humans and it'll probably still cost three mana and be unplayable. So, yeah. yay! It's true. Um, I mean, I hope it's not. I hope it's maybe an efficiently costed thing that's like whenever a human you control dies, investigate and it costs two mana and it's white and it's actually like kind of cool. Yeah. But I Yeah, that would be really good, actually. Yeah, that would be a really good mono white investigate card whenever a human you control dies sounds like like a fair smothering tide would be cool yeah exactly like I think that would be interesting but I imagine mm. it's just going to be a three mana black card that only cares about humans <laughs> yeah probably I hope I hope it's something cool um, yeah me too I think there's a lot of potential there I like that yeah, maybe it'll entirely reinvigorate humans in modern yeah. which is currently a terrible deck <laughs> I love how Next it got the... it got imperial it... recruiter and got worse <laughs> and just, yeah <laughs> the deck is now unplayable it's a good card and cube. Go, goes and fetches your kiki tiki and you. Stop it with the kiki things! <laughs> Change the channel, Joe, please! Next up, then, we have equal to the number of permanents you control that are spirits and/or enchantments. Ooh, spooky! Yes. So, yeah. Okay. You gain life equal to the number of permanents you control that are spirits and/or enchantments. God, what's that card from Dark Ascension that's a mythic that's like. The white card that's a mythic that's like gain life equals to nothing. I have no idea. It's like you gain a certain amount. It's like a five mana mythic or something. It's very bad. That's why you don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's never been relevant anywhere. Um, yeah, I imagine it'll be a bulk rare commander plant. <laughs> like all of these cards are. Yeah, I think so, definitely. I mean, it, it says spirit, so maybe maybe it might be pioneer sideboardable in, a, in some niche scenarios, but yeah, I'm not expecting much from this either. Yep. And then finally, back to my old favourite, uh, then if you control exactly 13 permanents, you win the game. Yeah, probably. now I'm bored. Now I'm officially bored of the 13. Now I'm thing. excited. No, it's not, it's not fun. I mean, it doesn't say you win the game with it, but I'm sure that's probably what it will be. Oh, It'll either be you win the game, or then if you control exactly 13 permanents, transform card name. <laughs> then if you control exactly 13 permanents, go, haha, I did the thing, and then yeah. concede. I don't know, I, I'm kind of bored of the 13 thing. I said I was bored of it with the 0 or 13, between 0 and 13 card. And I'm officially bored of it because this is going to be the fifth, the fifth card that cares about thirteens, or is thirteen relevant to the number thirteen? Yeah, I mean it's not big or clever, but I certainly <laughs> think it's fun for me. I, I think it's 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 the the Fibblethip problem. Yeah, and people are like yeah, Fibblethip is a meme. Ah, he's ah, he's on he's on the that um the Guilds of Ravnica Selesnya card, March of the Multitudes. Yeah, he's in there. That's funny. And then they made a, fib- a Fibblethip card and everyone kind of went, oh, that's actually not funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, I really, really just didn't get Fibblethip at all. I was not, not right. on board well, that's, with that. That's how, but... that's how Triskaidekaphobia feels to me. Yeah, I think it's because... I just, I don't know. It's like forcing that character into more situations and, oh, look, we've made a card. 
to me feels I don't know more like visible than like something like the like the concept the concept of the number thirteen still feels more like it's an abstract thing rather than just like a like a forced joke. But it's still a forced know, joke for sure. It is still a bit of a forced joke, sure. But yeah, I'm, you'll be excited about it, and then again. But at least, at least it's flavorful. It's flavorful, though. You know, in, yeah, in, in sure. the world of schlocky horror, and it's, that's it all over, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure that card will be paired against me in Commander at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next up, then, we have uh, some creature typelines, just to briefly go over, which sometimes these are interesting, most of the time they're just not. So, first up, we have Creature, Human, Ranger, Werewolf. Is that new? That is. Uh, that sounds I don't like know, it should be new. I think it might be new. Uh, it doesn't say new. Here are some creature No, these are just so creature typelines, so yeah. thing that we've seen before. Okay, cool. Um, fine. Yeah. Not so exciting for me this one. I think, yeah, interesting that it's a ranger and the, the D&D set is still in standard. Maybe something will happen there, but probably not. But probably could have been, or could have been something to do with party, but nope. Um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, Next up. human, all pretty much all werewolves are human werewolves. Yeah. Loads of creatures have been human rangers before. Yeah. Cool. Next up then, we have Angel Soldier. Again, I'm, this one I'm doesn't feel sure very exciting to me. Before. I think it's definitely happened before as well. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Gisela comes back from being Eldrazified and then fights against Olivia or something. Yeah, potentially, potentially. I don't. I don't know why Angel Soldier is is that is that worth noting. That sounds like a very archetypal magic creature type. Yeah, it, I can't name any examples, but <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know why. It did. I mean, maybe we'll we'll see once the card is revealed why it was worth noting, but it doesn't feel very noteworthy to me. Uh, next up, then we have Zombie Scorpion. That's getting a bit more funky, I think. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I feel like we might have seen that before. Yeah, well, you know, become I know that, is a zombie fish. Yeah, zombie birds. We've had zombie. Camels, I'm sure there's a zombie camel or lamb and cat or something. There is, yeah. Um, zombie scorpion is just a, another in the long line of kind of zombie creatures. It's a thing yeah. that's never existed together before, but it's not particularly interesting when it, it does exist together. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to the fun ones then. Next up, then, we have Serpent Egg. Egg. I love a good egg. Egg. <laughs> egg. Yeah, uh, this will not be a good card or a playable card, probably. <laughs> Eggs are fun. It's a serpent egg, it'll do me. It'll do yeah, me. So we've had dragon egg, we've had rock egg, bird eggs. We've had, I'm sure, dinosaur eggs with um, yeah. Atlapalani. Yeah. Yeah, serpent egg. It'll make a serpent or do something. There'll be yeah. a big serpent. And we know that dies, serpents serpent are a thing out. because they've mentioned krakens and octopuses and serpents. serpents or whatever, oh my. So. Oh my. Next up, then, we have Eye Horror. Isn't that just... Some sort of homunculus thing. Isn't yeah. that just a person from the northeast confirming that the movie is scary? Eye? Eye Horror? <laughs> Fuck me, you shouldn't have even chuckled at that, dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, we're, ju- we're just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I think we're funny. Yeah. So, oh, uh, scare everyone else. No, I mean, I mean the people of the northeast. Absolutely. Oh yeah, Egod. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony can't stand on an egg. Hi, horror. 
<laughs> the greatest YouTube video ever made. Um, yeah, I, I hire a, That's I'm sure that was a thing in the D&D set. Yeah, prob- I mean, that's what Thibblethip is, right? Thibblethip's an eye horror. <laughs> He's a fucking eyesore. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, yeah, I guess eye horror is... Um, we've had creature type eye before, right? Yeah. Many times, so this yeah. would be... To this one, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible this time. It's horrible eye. It's been mutilated of some kind. Cool. Next up, my favourite one, I think, from the list. We have legendary creature, human peasant. Finally, someone has seized the means of production. <laughs> yeah, legendary peasant. That's cool. I, ho- I hope it's the uh, the Magic Online Surf token guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, that's genuinely... I know I've said oh, that'll be cool in a very monotone and boring kind of way, but that that's genuinely very cool. Yeah. Um, I kind of love that whole human uprising thing from original in the strap block like with fate flower and stuff and the humans the thraben people rising up and stuff and yeah human peasants a legendary human peasant that we'll care i'll probably build that edh deck that sounds cool yeah that would be cool i'd like that a lot farmer tribal farmer tribal hell yeah i'd I'd love that that would be great next up we have a legendary creature spirit warlock uh, cool. I guess this is noteworthy because we've the warlock is a relatively new creature type to magic. Yeah, true, true. And it's a spirit because it didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, it's a witch that got turned into a ghost. I guess. Yeah. Which, when you think about it, isn't that it's exciting? But that's that's cool. It's a new creature type thing. Yeah. Legendary creature slug horror. If you want to no. make a slug tribal deck. <laughs> Fuck. That's the that's the next one, isn't it? Um, slug tribal. Yeah. Yeah. There's your new. There's your new get rock monster. It's the Gear yeah. Monster's cousin. This Gear Monster's <laughs> a frog horror. This is a slug horror. Slug horror. That's true. That's true. Uh, again, uh, draft, draft. No, no, it's it's legendary, isn't it? So yeah, some kind of new beast, the something monster. Uh, yeah. Which I'm fine. I'm fine with that being a meme. I'm fine with that trope. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. If people want to build slug tribal decks, go for it. All, yeah, all, sounds, all about that. Sounds fine to me. And we have the Gitrog Monster's other cousin, the uh, Kraken Horror. <laughs> is a legendary creature. Um. Thing in the ice. Yeah, this could. We finally figured out what the thing is. Yeah. <laughs> what the, I hope uh, so. That would be really cool to see the in the final iteration of Thing in the Ice. Really, like we saw the Awakened Horror, and now the yeah actual legendary creature Kraken Horror would be really cool, and also hopefully yeah. a good card. <laughs> you can build I like Thing in the Ice. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be cool to see. And then finally, we have legendary creature Vampire Noble. It says two new ones in bracket. Sweet. So that I mean that might be like your um yeah, Edgar and Olivia card, if that's yep. the one that features both of them. I imagine that'd be a vampire I'm I'm assuming yeah, that or like, Olivia Hildaren yeah. is a vampire noble. I would assume so, yeah. I'm assuming Edgar Markov is also I could Google them, but Yeah, or it'll just be like two new vampires that we haven't seen on cards before from those families. Yeah, like, that yeah. that would also be S- fine. Steve Markov or Yeah. This uh, is just I, I hope you bought Cards for Vampire EDH decks. Yeah, <laughs> about a month ago. Yeah, it's always it's always funny when they announce a like a werewolf set or a vampire set, and things increase in price a little bit. Like the the like the vampire EDH cards go up yeah. because people want to build new a new vampire EDH deck. And then once those cards are actually spoiled, the cards like triple in price. Like, we yeah. knew this was com- we knew the vampires in the set would be good for EDH like two months ago. <laughs> Why have you only just pulled the trigger on them? <laughs> uh, I hope you bought the cards a while ago because they're going to be more expensive now. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. Which like one hundred percent true is like one hundred percent true for ninjas as well. Like if you if you are going to be wanting to build a new ninja commander deck when Kamigawa Neon Dynasty comes out, buy ninja cards now. They're going to be five times as expensive when we see what that set has to offer. Yeah, because ninjas are definitely there because it's Kamigawa, which pioneered the ninja thing, ninjutsu and whatever. And I'm sure some of the cards went up slightly. I'm sure Yuriko had a small price spike or whatever. But then as soon as the cards are actually spoiled and people are like, oh yeah, this is ninjas, (laughs) they'll go up even more. So Yeah, (laughs) now is not the time to buy vampire cards. Yeah, (laughs) no, but now is certainly the time to buy... Ninjas and 1930s <laughs> mob bosses, apparently. I look forward to the Goodfellas secret lair. Yeah. <laughs> the Sopranos secret, the Godfather oh, secret yeah, lair. Godfather secret lair. <laughs> the Ma- Marlon Brando secret. I'd buy a Marlon Brando secret lair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it, you know, Marlon Brando from, from Twin Peaks, and yeah, sure. Marlon Brando from um, The Streetcar Named Desire. Yeah. It's a good movie. Streetcar named These Nuts. <laughs> what? <laughs> was, that just, was that just off the top of the dome, or is that something No, that, that was the... not. That was, yeah. Oh, That's what you've seen before. A streetcar named D's Nuts. Yeah. That is exactly my humour. Yeah. I think that's, that's, yeah. that's one of my favourite plays. <laughs> and D's Nuts is absolutely one of my favourite memes. Yeah. <laughs> a streetcar <laughs> named Jesus. Well, that's the episode title. Uh, yeah, that I don't think we can do no that. I think, I think another podcast has also used that episode title, but uh, I think that is a good place to wrap it up this week. So, Jesus Christ, good time talking about yeah, all of I the mean, previews, and I'm really looking forward just to, just to seeing what these these you know, lines of text actually translate <clears throat> into. It's, yeah, it's gonna be I fun. think with with like with a set like Innistrad, like playing like Innistrad, going back to it. Things like this aren't as exciting as they normally are. Yeah. So when we had like the Akoria one, and we had no idea what was going on in Akoria, and you saw like Nightmare Squirrel, which again turned out to be you know draft chaff, um, but that was cool and like the different kinds of counters and stuff, and it was all kind of exciting because we didn't know anything about Akoria. Yeah. So it was fun to speculate with this one. It's like Slug Horror. Yeah, it sounds like Innistrad. Vampires. Yeah, it sounds like Innistrad. <laughs> um, Zero or Thirteen. That kind of sounds like the kind of thing we're expecting. And they won't be that exciting to see. Yeah. But I do. I do like these posts. I hope he does it for every set because they're they're fun to go through and fun to speculate on. Yeah, super cool. And can't wait. Can't wait to see what what these turn out to be. You know, like we said, like last time, like with Innistrad, to me at least, like even even the bad cards are cool. Even the cards that will be, you know, forgettable draft chaff in in a week time, if not already, then. I I just love it. I absolutely love the plane, and yep. yeah, I think given the way Midnight Hunt went, I think once again they'll just hit it out of the park with this in a strut set as well. Can't wait. And on that note, that's all we have time for. If you come, let, come, let us know your feelings about these. What do you think these this powerful, popular card is going to be? I'm certainly going to lock in that that Blood Artist. I think that's a good call there. Hit us up on social media on Twitter. We are at hfdcast, facebook.com/hfdcast. Or if you've really enjoyed anything in the episode and like to give back in a monetary value, you can hit us up at Patreon. We are patreon.com slash hour of devastation. Tears start from as little as $1 per month. That's roughly 20 25 cents per episode. A streetcar named D's Nuts is definitely worth a dollar, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, as, I, as you've admitted, pilf, pilfered comedy material, but it's very funny. Oh, absolutely. It is incredibly <laughs> funny. 
Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Manalik.com, where you can uh, go and use the promo code HOFD5 to get 5% off your whole order, including pre-ordering Crimson Vow. I'm pretty sure that's the name of the set, seal product. Yeah. Totally, totally recommend checking that out. If you want to find me on my own social social media, on Twitter, I'm at PeachGardenOaf. Facebook, I'm Joe Loudon. I'm in pretty much all of the magic groups I'm sure you'll see me about. Also stream magic every Friday night over at Twitch, twitch.tv slash PeachGardenOaf. We're going to be playing Vintage Cube till it's gone. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We've been having a lot of success. Getting trophies, splintering twins. It's been a good time. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gene Sneeler. Still haven't thought of a bit, but it's a good name, Gene Sneeler. Thank you. I, I realise that it's very hard to say, and if, if you just hear it spoken, you have absolutely no idea what that means or how it's spelled. It, yeah. <laughs> but I'm committed to it at this point, and I'm yet to be banned. Though I did get muted on Facebook recently. That was fun. Which oh, yeah, for a, com- for a commander rules interaction. Right? <sighs> yeah, because <laughs> it, it's not a new thing for me to get muted or put in Facebook jail you know social media in general I have been muted on Twitter for a week I've been muted on Facebook for a week because you know <laughs> their terms of service are, don't let me say things that I want to say on the internet um, but this time it was a it was in <laughs> the Facebook page MTG commander slash EDH or whatever it's called which has got like 20,000 members yeah and someone someone was talking about fetch lands and someone said that if you activate a fetch land, if you don't have the life to pay, you can't activate it. Implying that, like, if you're on, like, <laughs> they said something like wizards won't let you do that. Like, they're not coming around to your house. Um, but like, if you're on one life, that they they said you couldn't activate a fetch land because it would you would lose the game. So I said, uh, as long as you have the life to pay, you can pay any amount of life to kill yourself. <laughs> and then Facebook <laughs> or the algorithm or whatever flagged that because I said kill yourself which in fairness is stuff that should be taken if people are saying that to other people you know as an actual you know insult interaction whatever it's a fucking horrible thing to say to someone fair enough take that down I agree but it's quite funny that I was talking about activating a fetch line when you're on one life yeah. <laughs> because I'd said the words kill yourself because that's you know the colloquialism for magic you die in magic you can kill yourself in magic you yeah, kill your yeah. opponents in magic um I didn't really think it through, so then I sent an appeal being like, I'm so sorry, Facebook. I didn't mean to... I, I was a poor choice of words. I would never tell anyone to kill... Which is true. I would never tell anyone to kill themselves because it's a fucking horrible thing to say, but yeah, I just thought it was very funny because yeah. someone was saying that if you activate the Scalding Tunnel One Life, you couldn't do it. <laughs> Explain a Commander Rules interaction and banned from Facebook for life. That's a sign, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I should stop interacting with Commander players. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't get banned actually because that is more than three strikes of me saying yeah. something that they deem to be unsavoury <laughs> sweet uh, I think that's a perfect end to note there a perfect end to note a perfect note to end on uh, <laughs> end yeah. to note on these <laughs> nuts about my, uh, oh, these nuts <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> That's a perfect end to note on. Once again, we're approaching the second hour. The God Pharaoh has returned. So, see you again next week on Arrow Devastation.